Hey everybody, uh, we're looking to anticipate the snow for tomorrow, but before then, I'm going to do videos tomorrow, I'm not afraid of the friggin' snow. But today we're going to talk about some interdiction stuff and some tactics, and I, I want to expand your mind for people who are new groups to this member, I'm sorry, new members to this group, uh, about really interdiction at its, at its very basic level, and just to keep your eyes open to a little bit more than what you think uh, you're seeing, or actually what you're not seeing at all. Remember this. There's a reason why there are so many police officers who are good at doing interdiction work and identifying criminal vehicles. And really the name of the game is how come they can spot criminal vehicles but you can't? How come, uh, you know, guys can go on the road and within a traffic stop or two have an arrest for CDS or drugs or whatever you want to say in your state? There's, there's a question behind it. And I'm going to give you just some basic, basic stuff. Now, the first thing is, is I see cops doing this all the time. Get out of running random plates. It is the silliest thing I've ever seen. The silliest type of police work there is that exists. If you're looking to be proactive, hey, I applaud you. You're, you're, that's a great thing. If your department is forcing you to be proactive and they want arrests, which usually they want more tickets because of the money, but you have to get out of running random license plates or, you're having, or depending on your ALPAR, or it's an automatic license plate reader for those who don't know what that means, to determine whether or not you're going to stop a motor vehicle, you need to start focusing on car first or passengers first or who's inside the car occupants and what they're doing, what the car's doing. The plate comes last. The plate's just a little piece at the end, you know. Maybe, maybe I would see a car that I really, really thought was a good car for a certain number of reasons, and then at the end I would put the plate in and find out who owned it or um, if it was a rental car, whatever it may be. And that would be the icing on the cake, especially if it was a rental car. So a car I liked, and they were they began to have a reaction to my presence. Their vehicle had a reaction to my presence, so if I couldn't see inside the car. There are many times that I couldn't see inside of cars, but the vehicle just gave away what was going on in the car. Uh, and you know that's why we keep this, this group locked up tight, hopefully, uh, so people don't really know what we're looking for when we're out looking for criminal vehicles. We don't want to educate society on why... Uh, what the police do to, to, to differentiate between regular cars and criminal motor vehicles. So my advice to you is this at a very basic level is when you go out, stop running plates. Stop, please stop running random license plates. If you want to learn more about how to identify criminal vehicles, you can come to the two-day course, and I will show you all the things you need to know, even more than stuff you're going to see on here. You're going to get this all power-packed in two days. All right, the one-day course is really a good refresher for case law in, in New Jersey and our laws that we can use in some Title 39 stuff, but if you really want to know what myself and other police officers who are successful uh, police officers at finding criminal vehicles are looking for, uh, come, well, I'll tell you, I'll share it with you, I want you to know. I wish somebody was here when I was new telling you what I'm telling you today. Get out of running random plates. That's the first clue to it. Two is now... Put yourself in a position on the roadway to start looking at motor vehicles, okay? Looking at what the cars are doing when they're citing you as a law enforcement officer in a marked unit or an unmarked unit, whatever you use, or um, what the people are doing inside the car when they spot you at, or cite a law enforcement officer and they see you. Are they getting nervous? Are they? What's happening with them? You know, really, I would, I would, I would really focus on that. So I would, I would tell you, park your car accordingly into a high-traffic area and begin to watch vehicles. You'll notice that most people aren't going to have a reaction to your presence. And uh, what you'll find out is, is 
there'll be a very select few that will be engaged in some kind of illegal activity or conduct. Some guys are like, well, man, I, I, I follow what you told me to get. I'm getting a lot of suspended drivers. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of suspended drivers. You're going to get people with warrants, and you're going to get people engaged in criminal activity if you start following these guidelines. Really, really, it doesn't matter. You look at the car. We always find the PC after two. You find the car. You find what you're looking for. Then you attach the PC. If, when it passes you, if you catch your PC while it passes you, maybe not wearing a seatbelt, hey, great. But if not, we get out and we start following that car to see what they're going to do, what kind of traffic law they're going to violate, which will justify the reason for our stop. Other than that, you're allowed to do That's called the pretextual stops. All right? It's uh, Ren versus United States. And in New Jersey, uh, we've adopted the same thing under State versus Stovall. You can read that case law as well. But you're going to want to look at cars. So I'm just going to give you one, one piece for my block for identifying criminal vehicles is the number one rule of identifying criminal vehicles is to remain patient. One thing I would see is when I left my class and taught guys that I worked with, the first car that would come by they thought was a good car in their mind, they would just chase after it because it looked stereotypically like maybe a criminal was driving the car. And the fact of the matter is, is it doesn't matter. You've got to get your perception of what a criminal is out of your mind and start focusing on the vehicle and the driver and their occupants and what they're up to. And maybe follow trends, too. There are trends that are being followed. There are some interdiction uh, you know, places and, and officers and, and units that are really focusing on one thing because they're having a certain amount of crime come from a certain area. So they may see certain things, and I don't want to go into the details of that because that's that gray area a little bit. But the things that I teach are legitimate. They're perfect. All right, they're, 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 You're absolutely allowed to do that. So... Again, my advice to you is get off the license plate reader, the random license plates. Sit and watch traffic. You have to be at a vantage point to see into cars and to have cars see you at a certain point. There were times where I'd sit for two, three hours at a clip waiting for that right car. There's times that I sat for two and three minutes waiting for that right car. But my advice to you is just get out there and observe traffic. You're going to start to see different things. You have to start looking into cars. You're driving along the highway. Start looking around. Stop. Get off your friggin' radar unit and your, your license plate. Who cares about license plates? I'm telling you this because I'm not trying to impress you. I'm trying to impress upon you. I know you want answers. You come to this group to get those answers. you got to start looking around into cars. That's your homework. When you're driving at work in your patrol car, look into cars. See what people are doing. Are they having reactions to your presence? Is what they're engaged in or what they're doing seem kind of odd? And then you find your PC for the stop. So hopefully it's a really basic, basic rule for you guys to follow. And uh, if you want more stuff, I'm going to do more of this stuff as we go along. But really, it's legal. You're allowed to do it. You can explain it that way. I used to explain my reports. I was sitting at, I saw cars, they passed me. Um, the driver suddenly hit the brakes, you know, took, took the car down from 50 miles an hour to 35 miles an hour. Traffic had to start going around. They got off the highway. You can, you can explain. You're allowed to do a pretextual stop. Have people question me about doing pretextual stuff? Sure, but it's legal because I know the law. I know what I'm allowed to do and what I'm not allowed to do. So don't let people tell you you're not allowed to do it. Now, if your agency does not want you doing this, I'm not your chief. And I say this in my class all the time. You ever see your chiefs, you know what? It's this big. And they'll put it right in your butt. So I am not your chief. I cannot. If they don't want you doing this stuff, I'm sorry. Transfer. I don't know what to tell you. All right, But you are illegally allowed to do this Myself and several other police officers, hundreds, thousands of cops. Think about why they're so good, why guys can go out and get, seem to get endless amounts of arrests. Do you think they're just throwing a radar unit on and just running numbers? Do you think they're just pumping plates into the computer the whole time? They're not. They're reading vehicles and vehicle passenger and their occupants. That's what's happening. That's what they're doing. That's the big secret to it. You need to start opening your eyes and seeing those things. So hopefully this helps some of you guys out, and uh, I'll get more into it. 
Then uh, you know later on as we do more videos daily, I have plenty. I have plenty of material. I got material for years. So not going anywhere. We're only looking to expand. Uh, so if you want, reach out to me. If you want me to address anything, we'll go more into this tomorrow as well. Have a good night.